Hey, everybody. I'm C. I'm Jen. That was a whippoorwill. And you're listening to Tom Tit and Baobab. Welcome back to Tom Tit and Baobab, a New York Times spelling bee inspired podcast that is all about words, word games, and the word nerds who love them. Jen, this is our third show. Very impressive milestone. Thanks to those of you who have messaged us and told us what you liked about the episodes. Mainly that you loved Vivian. More Viv, for sure. Is there a child work law we have to worry about? The B is not work, Cecilia. It's fun. Yes, that is true. We also heard from some listeners about unmount. Basically, that unmount isn't the word, it's dismount. I would like to point out that I know that, both as the mother of a superstar gymnast, I know about dismounting, getting off something, and I'm pretty sure I said in our conversation that unmounting meant taking a picture off the wall. But you're still suggesting that there's unmounting. That if yes, you- I think you can unmount a painting. That is what I'm saying. Dismount, yeah, okay. you don't dismount a painting because you have to dismount yourself. Exactly. You dismount from a horse or a balance beam, but you unmount a painting. And you unmount and dismount a drive from your computer. Do you know that? I had no idea. So if you ever plug an external drive into your computer and it doesn't show up and you have to go see what's happening, the first thing that you do for troubleshooting is to see if it is mounted or unmounted. Well, unmount and mounted makes sense. How could you dismount it? Because it can't dismount itself. Oh, no, you can't dismount it. You unmount it. Oh, I'm so making, that's what you're I'm saying. I'm still making a case for unmounted. Right, right, right. I'm with you. And the fact that, yes, listeners, we know that dismount is a different word. Anyway, exactly. keep the comments coming. We'd love to hear from more of you. You can tweet us at TomTitBalbab or email us at TomTitAndBalbab at gmail.com. And now it's time for The Week in Bees. <laughs> Just a reminder that this is the part of the show where we talk about the New York Times spelling bees from the previous week, starting Saturday or Sunday, depending on when we tape. So C, tell me about your week in bees. I had a bit of a frustrating week. I got queen a couple times, but ugh, there were multiple times when I was missing just one word at the end of the night. I also had a frustrating week in bees because I only got queen once, which does not make me happy. <laughs> Well, I happen to know that one of the days you got queen was yesterday, Thursday, March 24th. It was. Yes. The only, the only day I got queen this week. Okay. But I did not get queen. Now, in my defense, I started it like five minutes before I was going to go to bed, but I had two words left and I knew that since I couldn't see what word it was, it must be a word with two E's at the end because that's Mm. like his favorite thing to do i was like all right i don't know where this is going to be but i'll just try random words and put ease in the end of it like (laughs) beliefy and feely right beefy which i still like i like beefy i really wanted exile to be a word oh that's a good one i don't understand why that's not a word because (laughs) asylee is a word I have to say that I never get any of the EE words. I always screw them up. I never even am able to guess. So I had it's libel. It's always appellee and libel-y. 
Yes. Well, I did not know that, and I did not get libelly, so bleh, yesterday for me. Were you happy Ibex was there, though? I was happy that Ibex was there. Ibex, by the way, if you don't know, are those wild goats with the big, crazy horns. Very cool. All right. What else? Well, what was nice is that, in general, I think the words were words this week. So, mm. you know, the fact that I didn't get one word a couple of times was mostly due to me, which is, you know, not the worst. That's how the bees should go. That I is how the bees should go. Yeah. I do think there's one day when that's not true, and we will talk about that in uh, our deep dive. When we get dive. to the deep dive. All right. Well, we'll try not to get to that. Let me ask you, is the deep dive word pampa or pampa? No. How do you not know what pampa is? Pampa is in the bee all the time. And I don't know. I, I study in Argentina. I know what a pampa is. <laughs> Can you use pampa in a sentence? Uh, the pampa was vast. I'm probably not, it's probably pampa. The pampa is vast and uh, unexciting. I don't know. I didn't actually know what it was. And for those of you who are listening that <laughs> now feel stupid because Cecilia told you that you should know what a pampa or a pampa You really was, should. Didn't, it's basically a prairie. Yes. But it's like, like lots of things are called pampa in Argentina again. But like John in Philly? It, <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Let's see, other words, so Gus got this, my son got this word on Monday, March 21st, but I did not know this word. Helve, do you know that word? I got that word, however, I didn't know what it was, and I did look it up. Okay, you looked it up too? Gotcha. So for those yeah. of you who don't know, it's a handle of a weapon or tool, and my son, who is into all these stories about Greek mythology, he knew what Helve was from children's literature, but I had no idea. Well, see, I thought it was interesting because he also used haft this week on a haft? different day. Haft. Oh, right, right, right. Which is basically the same thing as Helve. Oh, is it? Now, I had no mm-hmm. idea. I thought haft would, ah, uh, you know, it, nope. I, that just went it's right past thing, me. Except that Helve is like a more archaic term for it. Interesting. Huh. So, all right. If you so, have to choose between haft and helve, and you are living in the 21st <laughs> century, you should opt for haft. So on Monday, March 21st, the one word I did not get that day was vilely, which I recognize as a real word, but barely, I have to say, because levelly was not there, which I do not understand. I use mm-hmm. levelly all the time, and it's in writing all the time. Now, my son actually got evilly, which I was like... I didn't get evilly either. I think they're both like goofy words, and then if they are Wait, let's words... let's see if we can use them. Let's see if we can use them in a sentence. He evilly ate the last cookie and left me nothing. Oh, you could say that. that would, vilely. He vilely ate the last cookie and left me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> vilely, evilly works better than vilely. Wait, here we go. About cookie stealing. He vilely let the ice cream melt on the counter. Oh. <laughs> okay, so basically, if you're talking about letting dessert either go to waste or be stolen, yes, evilly and vilely are very appropriate. If you're picking a dessert you like, like cookies, it's evil. A dessert you love, like ice cream, it's vile. There you go. <laughs> Let me tell you that on the day that there was Tom Tit, Wednesday, March 23rd, mm-hmm. the word I did not get is a word I did not know. So acceptable, a real word. But I'm just wondering if you know it, which is comedy. 
C-O-M-I-T-Y. And what's annoying about this is if I this day I had let my son do the B, he would have gotten it because he would have thought it was comedy and we would have gotten the whole B, but he didn't have time to do it that day, so I did not get queen. Okay, so I do know that word. It's like agreeableness it's like friendship that is basically right though the first definition is an association of nations for their mutual benefit that is the first definition at least in the dictionary as i looked it up but you are right that the second definition is courtesy and considerate behavior towards others Hmm. i will tell you that i had such a block on that puzzle (laughs) i just was like not seeing words it was very bad now there is one word that i have gotten in the past but only this week looked up and realized I didn't know the meaning of. Coxie. I know what it is. What is it? The coccyx bone, but multiples. That's not true. What? What is it? Coxie is short for like coccyx. Wait a minute. Are you which sure is about some this? some sort of disease. Wait, that's not true. That's it not true. It is true. I looked it up. Wait a minute. I, I want to pause and look this up. Wait, so what you just said, though, is wrong, but what I said is also wrong, so thank you. This is a very helpful conversation. All right, so the coccyx is the plural of coccus, C-O-C-C-U, caucus. So caucus is C-O-C-C-U-S, and cocci is the plural of that, and a caucus is any spherical or roughly spherical bacterium. Okay, which dictionary are you looking in? Uh, I'm looking on the internet, the internet dictionary. Uh, It's in Oxford Languages, see? Go to Merriam-Webster and type in coxie. Yeah, so if you just put in coxie and it's... Wait, I'm going to see if I can pronounce this word. You ready? Coxidiodomacocus. But then look at the bottom. Where they say those dust storms can kick up dirt and soil that carry fungal spores called coccidosis. Like it's a different word yeah, down there. Yeah, it's a different word down there. So it's all that's related the point. to this bacteria. Coxy is Any a- spherical bacteria. Is this the time in the podcast where I remind people that we went to um, public school in Philadelphia? <laughs> um, maybe this should be the time in the podcast that we remind people that we both went to an Ivy League university. But did no science. You. Did the absolute minimal degrees. in science. Can I say that? That's in, true. In medical science. I'm actually in the medical field, but I won't tell you how. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, wait. Let's just back up a minute. Cocos. Yes. Cocos is the bacterium, which is spherical or ovoid or whatever else. And coxy is the plural of it. However, yes. coxy is also short for... No, 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 no. I think you're... Mycosis? I wouldn't get stressed out about that one. That's what I think. So. Oh, my gosh. That was painful. <laughs> Did you yes. know that? I told you. I was sure that it was the coccyx bone. So thank you yeah. very well, much because you, you again have taught me something. Every day. I like it. This is one of the reasons I like to do the B. And it's one of the reasons I like to talk about the B. learn things. Yes. Exactly. And that is This Week in Bees, which means it's time for our Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is a deep dive into one word from the previous week's puzzles. See, pick the word this week and see what is it. 
This word of the week is the word that messed up my queenship on oh, Tuesday. I think I know what it is. The only word I'm, well, I'm annoyed, but I'm also, it turned out to be very interesting. And it is, dun dun dun, dun mini camp. Yep. Mini camp. Mini now, camp. let me say that like other weeks where I knew what the word had to be. I knew it had to be mini something. And the I fact- I kept trying mini words too, and I didn't get it either. I don't know why I didn't at least try. I mean, I did like mini beef, you know? I mean, mini pampa. I'm sure <laughs> I did. <laughs> Almost anything, but it didn't- before we even start to talk about this word, I can say right now that life would be much happier if we just threw mini in front of random words like oh, and pampa. Well, you're about to get pretty darn happy because, interestingly enough, this word was just added to the OED in March 2022. Whoa. When it was added to the OED, it was added alongside words such as mini circle, mini com, mini chain, mini diskette, really? Mini floppy. That that got added in 2022. That's why I said really. Mini diskette, mini floppy, mini golf, which I assume got added with. I'm assuming it got added without a. I'm assuming it got added without a hyphen. Mini helix, Mm. mini kini, which I really have thought a lot about what that could be. (laughs) Is that a small bikini? I think it's something that like you paste on from the front to the back. Could you look it up? No. <laughs> it makes me think quiche. It makes me I'm, think of like a finger food at a party. We'll look it up for next week, but I am fairly sure it is some sort of bathing suit. But I think it is too. Anyway, so why did the OED add all of these mini words in March 22? I do why? not know. I oh, I did... thought you were going to have the answer. That's so disappointing. I know. Yeah. So I kind of like the idea that Sam follows the OED, said, Ah, this word was just added. I'm going to make a B around it, around minicamp. And that would make me like Sam. But I realized we've talked about this without saying what the definition of minicamp is, which is also a little interesting. In Merriam-Webster, it's actually been a word for a long time. So mm-hmm. in America, it's a special abbreviated training camp for football players, usually held in the spring or early mm-hmm. summer. But in the English dictionaries, like Collier's, it is Collier's, or is it Collins, and OED, mm-hmm. it was just added, and mm-hmm. it's... Is it a special camp for soccer? Well, it's not necessarily soccer. It's just a sports camp, exactly what it sounds like, a mini camp, training. And what's interesting is, this kind of goes with a lot of things that Sam does. Does he just love British words? No, <laughs> he hates British words. Well, you he say that... so many British words, like telly. He never allows telly. Lori. He doesn't allow Lori. Okay, but... He does not like the British. It's interesting to me that he let this be a word when it ended up in the OED. According to Merriam-Webster, its first known use was in 1977. What else was in 1977 added? This is... Probably mini diskette. (laughs) No, no, not mini diskette. Anti-desertification. I like that word, right? Anti-desertification. That's a good word. That's like anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yes, and then lots of words like... Karaoke, yuzu, kanban. So we added a lot of Japanese words in the In 1977. Kind of interesting. Very interesting. Has nothing to do with minicamp, but no. I just, I couldn't uh, help but say something about it. So, so. minicamp, even though you just told me what it was, I can't help in my brain but think every time I hear it of like a VW camper. Oh, that would be cute. So in my head, it's always a mini little 
be done. No, that's a either. mini bus. I know, but I oh, gotcha. That's what I, comes to mind. I hear you. Mini camper. In some ways, when I didn't get this word, I was annoyed and thought, that's a real stupid word. But then when I looked this up, I was surprisingly kind of excited to start using mini camp and mini golf and mini helix and mini kini in my everyday life. I'm doing it. I'm calling everything mini from now on. Mini Awesome. (laughs) That is the word of the week. The mini word of the week. I think it's time for our live game now. Sadly, neither Viv nor Gus can be here this week. Boo! These youngsters with their schedules. Seriously. But don't worry, I've got another young one with a very deep voice. My 14-year-old son, Zane. Jen, I have no idea what Zane prepared for us. I just warned him to be nice. Hello, Zane. Hi, Z. Hello. I'm so excited I get to be on the big podcast today. All right, Z, what do you got for us? Name a common 10-letter word which is spelled only with the letters from the top line of the standard U.S. keyboard. That's okay. a good one. Yeah. All right, so a okay. common 10-letter word, word that's spelled only with QWERTY, U-I-O-P. I happen to be looking. Hmm. That's 10 letters. Does the word have to use all of them? No, it can't. What kind of 10-letter no. word would have all of them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to need paper for this one. Proportion? Is that 10? There's got to be more than one. One, two, one, three, right? four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Proportion is mine. And is not on the first line of the keyboard. Mine was repertory. Repertory is a word. How do you spell repertory? R-E-P-E-R-E-T-O-R-Y. Repertory with an E, not an A? Repertory. I don't think that's how you spell it. R-E-P-E-R-T-O-R-Y. Nine letters, Jen. Oh, I see. I put an extra E in it. I did propriety. That's a good word, but that's not Yeah, but it's only nine. Did you say proprietary? Proprietary has an A, Jen. Uh, Proprietor. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Proprietor. That's a good one. But now I'm like, how many common 10 letter <laughs> words could we make out of the first line of the keyboard? That this could a, be hours of fun. I know. I really think this is a good one. I can see pottery. <laughs> That's the nerdiest kind of thing. thing I think I've ever said. <laughs> and I've said some really nerdy things. <laughs> so, Zane, did you have an idea? So, I had an idea, yes. What um, was your idea? There's obviously a lot of words that it could be, but the word that I was thinking of was typewriter typewriter love it zane thank you so much that was great thanks two weeks ago i was having a brilliant b week it was maybe my best b week ever i was getting queen every day it was awesome and i was posting online when i got queen then this week happened and as i mentioned it was not a good b week for me and I did not post online at all. Then I was thinking about it and I was like, oh my God, am I the worst person? Do I just post because I am bragging about my B status? That's horrible. So it- Wait, can I just ask a question? So yeah. you think you should post, I did not get queen. I don't know, maybe I should, but that's part of what we're gonna talk about. So today we're talking about what I am dubbing hashtag B brag. B brag. B brag. And a spoiler alert, I think I'm guilty of it. So we're both on Twitter, and we both occasionally post about the bee. Well, we post as Tom Tit and Baobab now. 
Right. But I mean, even before the Tom Titten Baobab handle existed. Well. Occasionally we posted about the bee. No? Uh, in general, I do not post, though I appreciate people who do. So. Okay. In general, I don't post either. And mainly the reason that I started posting about the bee at all is that. We're doing we a were podcast? We about doing this podcast. And I was like, oh, we should start to reach out to people who do the bee. Right. right? For those of you who are not crazy bee lovers, there is a whole community online, hashtag hive mind, of bee doers who tweet about the beat and can we just say i'm not on most social media i don't like social media what i do do every day is go on to twitter first thing and i look at the b solver tweet to see what is the queen today i think it's b solver i it should give B-Solver. them a b solver is also shun.net s-h-u-n oh that's the one net. yes and He's i great. go there to find oh. out what the queen number is gotcha i do it right on twitter look it up take a photo on my phone and then uh during the day sometimes i'll look at it savvier than me yeah i'm I'm with it i'm a kid so i have seen people post about getting queen bee i have also seen people post about getting genius and occasionally i actually have seen people post that they haven't gotten to genius yet hmm which i think is really interesting right yeah and I also think it's interesting that there are people who will say that they got to queen or got to genius and talk about how many hints they had to use to get there. I do like that. I like the idea of like, this was what was helpful to me or this was not what's, you know, they're being honest. I like it too. I think they're better people than me. (laughs) Well, you have a problem with hints, period, right? I do, but like I do take hints occasionally. My big cheat is because I can't spell anything, I will know that there's a word and then I go online and make sure I'm spelling it correctly. And often, if I didn't have that, if I had to do this without like an internet where I could spell the word, half the time I probably wouldn't even get genius because I am an awful speller and I don't know exactly how to spell it. And if I'm spelling it a thousand times wrong, but I know it's a word that drives me nuts, I want to make sure I get it. So. Okay, so you just aired your dirty laundry here, but would you air it on Twitter? That's the question. Okay, so this, to me, nobody is interested in anything I say (laughs) in my life, (laughs) and I assume they will not be interested in me on Twitter. But then think about the phenomenon of Wordle. Wordle is, I'd say, 90% about sharing your results online. Apparently, people do that. I do not understand. Well, apparently it wasn't even a thing when Wordle was invented that right. you could post it. But then people started to figure out how to like post using emojis. And then the guy who invented Wordle said, oh, okay, people want to share this. So I'll make a way for you to share it. And that's when around December, everybody started putting their Wordle results. So here's the thing with Wordle. I understand not at all why you would want to know somebody's Wordle results that you don't know. The thing is, as I think we would both agree, Wordle is generally luck. And so if you get it in two, that's luck. So you're not bragging. You're saying like, ha, look, I like yesterday I got the Wordle in two. Look, hey, I really did actually get the Wordle in two. It's luck. There are very mixed feelings about Wordle posting. So what are the mixed feelings? The mixed feelings are some people are like, oh, that's part of what makes Wordle like Wordle and why everybody wants to do it because you're part of a community and it's like you're solving this together and you're all out there. And when you post, it just shows that you're part of doing this bigger thing, which I think is garbage because Wordle is 
wordle. It's a word. It's not a bigger thing, but whatever. And then there are the people that are like, this is really annoying that all I see in my feed are, <laughs> are wordle squares. They need to get better friends. I hate wordle. Why are you putting this up here? I'm wondering about this. Now that the New York Times has bought wordle which mm -hmm. has this ability to post your results at the end i'm wondering if they're going to add that ability to the b because right now you have to take a screenshot to share your results is that uh, not right? well i do i don't know yeah. how else you're supposed to do i think that's it. how and actually apparently that's better because what i learned about wordle is that it's really bad for accessibility so if you're a person who uses a screen reader uh-huh then when it gets to those little squares it's like green square green square green square yellow square gray square and it just keeps like saying all the squares Oh, that would be so frustrating. That would be so annoying. Yeah, no, that would so be annoying. So it's very bad for accessibility, and apparently New York Times might be working on a solution to that. So if you're oh, out there, nice. don't post them directly from Wordle. Take a screenshot, and then if you want to let people of low vision or who are blind know about your score, do alt text and explain it. Alt text, hashtag Wordle brag. That's not even close to as good as hashtag B brag. Which brings us back to the matter at hand. Why post your queen bee status? I thought I was posting it to be like, hey, you're our people. We're your people. We all do the bee. We all try to get to queen and we know what queen is because not everybody knows that there is a queen. I think it was an easy way to say, hey, we're out here. We're doing this too. It's just I think that that's true. I think, I think it's true too. And I think that that was my intention. But then the more I thought about it, it was like, okay, but then why am I only posting when we're getting the equivalent of a perfect score. Isn't it like we're saying, oh, we're so smart. We get Queen Bee all the time, which we don't. Well, because again, it's the only reason I post, let's say, Tom Tit and Baobab got Queen Bee today is because, as you said, we'd like to let people know that we exist. We think you'd have fun listening to this podcast. And this seems like something easy that our community could identify with. Speaking of which, I would like to take a moment to talk about Steve Martin. because Love Steve Martin and the bee. We love Steve Martin. I didn't know that Steve Martin was a bee doer until Cecilia told me that he had posted that he got to Queen Bee. Yep. So here's the question. When Steve Martin does it, is it a bee brag? No, when Steve Martin does it, it's awesome because I love knowing that Steve Martin does the B. It is wonderful. Please post more Steve Martin. And if you're listening to us and would like to come on the podcast. We eh, want we'll, you, Steve, please. I was going to say we'll let you. I was trying to be cool, but. Oh, we're not cool. I mean, that, that ship has sailed. We're so not cool. Steve Martin. We love you. We Steve want Martin you is cool, though, so come on. So, yeah, then I, that made me feel a little bit better because I was like, if Steve Martin is posting that he got Queen Bee and we are nothing compared to Steve Martin, then We are nothing okay. compared to Steve Martin. I'm with you. I, I do like, I have to say, I like that there is a bee community. So whether we too. decide to, to tweet about getting queen or whether mm. we decide to tweet about not getting queen or about words. I like knowing that we do this, that other people do this. Uh, Jen and I were in a train, in an Amtrak train, and the guys in front of us oh, heard us talking time. Yeah, and, and turned around and asked us what we were, you know, it's great. It's fun yes. to all be doing a puzzle in the world. It and it's, that's one nice, I might not use social media very often or post very much but i think you know as podcasters now we have a little bit of a uh, need to do it yeah i think that you're right and i i'm gonna say it's okay to post occasionally about queen bee we'll try not to do it every time and we'll try to post when we don't get it too 
right? I mean, that seems fair. But mainly, <laughs> we're going to try to post not about either of those things and just post more interesting stuff. All right, Jen, let's stick with complaining about words and re-educating Sam. Other than B-Solver, those are by far my favorite tweets. I like that plan. Hopefully our social media coordinator, Jennifer, will get right on that. <laughs> but <laughs> Wait, we hired somebody named Jennifer to do yeah, our social exactly. media coordination? But I myself need to be actually social, not on uh, social media. I am off to play tennis because the rest of my family has left and I want to go out and have fun. And do you know that when I get stuck- this is not fun. This is very fun, but- That's so rude. (laughs) But you know what happens? I haven't gotten Queen Bee yet today. And do you know, and this is true, when I get stuck on a bee moving around really helps me. Often, I go play tennis, I come back, and I'm like, oh, look, there's the rest of today. So That sounds to me like an exciting topic for another conversation. We, in this one podcast, have touched on like 50 things that are going to be great conversations for future podcasts. Excellent. So I think, come back. Come back. Remember to tweet us at TomTitBalbab or email us at TomTitAndBalbab at gmail.com. If you want to post your Queen Bee results, go for it. Just be sure. brag, be brag. Use the hashtag. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends to listen. And as always, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.